Hey there, I'm Grant. And I'm Sarah. This is Unspoken Ag, where two farming friends are tackling the tough issues this generation of farmers is facing. This podcast will cover everything from intricate family challenges to what life looks like after farming and to why young farmers and ranchers are fed up. We are talking about all the stuff no one wants to or they really wish people did. You know, the stuff that keeps you up at night and guzzling coffee in the morning. We're here to let you know you aren't alone. This is Unspoken Egg. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unspoken Egg. Um, today, we're going to kind of talk a little bit about um, taking care of yourself and your family first and kind of, you know, maybe making the hard choices to do what's best for you and your family, even if it's, you know, even if it means making some hard decisions. Exactly. That is right on, right, right on the nail on the head, hit the nail on the head. (laughs) Yep. And so, so both, both Sarah and I, we kind of have a little bit of experience in this and making hard decisions for ourselves um, especially as you know young farmers trying to make our way um, in life and in the ag field um, so yeah just you know t- we're going to touch on the importance of you know doing the right thing for you and putting yourself first yep um, I think first and foremost the number one thing young farmers need to realize and do is you need to be building your own farm operation and not sitting around waiting for mom and dad or whoever it might be to pass the farm down because at the end of the day you never know unless it's completely detailed out in writing which even then can change um what's going to happen you could be 40 years old and have absolutely nothing because they might still be farming and they could lose absolutely everything. Um, so you could end up literally with absolutely nothing if you were just sitting there, oh, I'm gonna take over mom and dad's operation, I'm gonna take over dad's farm, and you weren't building your own farmer operation at the same time, that's gonna put you in a pretty big pickle. <laughs> so right. the number one thing I always say is build your own operation separate of them as you're doing it right alongside it. So when the time comes, if something does happen, you can go off on your own. Or if it ends up being perfect and you you do get to take over that farm operation, you have your own equipment ready to go. You have some equity built up. You have skin in the game. Right, well, and I think too, like that's, you know, one of the biggest things is, you know, I've seen some young farmers trying to, you know, go and get themselves started without, you know, collateral and those types of things. So you always have to be kind of conscious on, you know, on building yourself up, right? Um, You know, just because you think someday you're going to be, you know, the heir to the farm doesn't mean that you can't be, you know, putting things in the bank instead of buying a new flashy truck and actually, you know, doing the work. Um, you know, a good example, I think, would be, say, your family farm is a conventional crop farm, you know, corn, soybeans. Great. <clears throat> Have you ever thought that maybe you should try to expand your operation 
and maybe, you know, start a cow-calf herd or, you know, just anything and help yourself out a little bit. I mean, it's, it's going to go a long ways. I mean, we're kind of seeing it now where everybody's trying to find their niche and maybe this is a good time to find your niche. Even if there is, you know, no, no doubt in your mind that, you know, you're going to end up with mom and dad's operation, you have to do it and you have to do it for you. And if you have a family, definitely for your family. Um, I know we've kind of talked about family life in the past and how important it is and happy spouse, happy house. It, everything comes back together on this. Yes, I think you are. I mean, you're absolutely right with all of it. At the end of the day, you have to be doing it for your family and your goals. And it's not your job to keep your dad or mom or whoever it is farming. You have to look out for you and do what's right for you and your operation. Um, in our case, we left our family farm just this last year. We said we didn't want to be associated with them anymore. We didn't want to go down that path. Um, they were never able to put anything in writing for us. They were never able to treat us fairly how we felt we should be treated. And we said, we're done then. We need to look out for our farm and our family. And unfortunately, it is what it is. Like, it was a really hard decision for us to make. But again, it's not our job to keep them farming. And it's not our job to sit around and wait either. We need to make our goals happen for us. Well, exactly, you know, <clears throat> and so like, like Doc and I, we left the farm, uh, it's almost three years ago now, actually, is it three or four, almost four years ago already, um, hardest decision we ever made, yeah, but, you know, at the end of the day, when there's not enough, enough pie to go around for everybody, I mean, Somebody has to make the hard decision and say, you know, hey, I need to walk away. And unfortunately, that's what, you know, that's kind of what we had to do, you know, and, and we've talked a little bit before, too, on there's all sorts of other things and and uh, occupations within agriculture that you can do or if you don't want to do that, you know, whatever. But doing what's best for you is I can tell you from experience is going to be a lot better on your mental health. It's going to be a lot better on your personal life. And hopefully, you know, like it could be better in your pocketbook too, which, you know, I feel like for us was probably the, the majority of our stress, you know, and just not, not making the money as a young farmer, you know, just trying to make your way, you know, it just, doesn't always work and it sucks and it's hard but you got to do it if it's if it's going to put you in a better place um you know it, it it kills me to see all these young you know young farmers trying to do it now and they just can't because i've, I've been there and god do what's best for for you if nothing else i mean it'll it could save your life really well, and like, I think too, just back to some of like the constant arguments that we had within our farm and everything is, I just can't imagine being, and I'm, and, and I apologize if you're listening right now and this is you, but you probably need to maybe hear this a little bit too. 
is if you're 36 years old, 37, 38, and dad's still making all the decisions for you and your farm operation and tells you basically when you can go, when you can use equipment, when you can do this and that, and you're just doing the same thing dad always did, it's not going to work. <laughs> you have to be making decisions for your farm operation in order to make it all work. You don't want to be that person. You don't why would you want to have somebody have that kind of control over your business and just sit there wishing and hoping and waiting? Um, and that's kind of when we just had had enough and we said, nope, we're going out on our own. And, um, you know, we wanted to make the decisions for our business. Um, I think that, and it has, you know, just a world of difference mentally being able to do that. Um, it has created just a whole new realm of, okay, we're having these conversations and we're doing this and we're not stressed about it. And even something just as simple as like, we would get in fights over like how long like planting and harvest would drag out because we were always controlled by Mark's family. And it was, well, we weren't going to get in the tractor until 10 or 11 a.m. and we're going to end by 8 p.m. every night. And I was like, that's not how I grew up. My parents, they went you know, as hard as they could for a week straight to get it done. Right. Um, and Mark and I just said, we're like, okay, we can literally go from, you know, five, six in the morning until two in the morning for a week straight and get it done. And we can have time again because we right. get the say over that. Now we get control over oper pieces of our <clears throat> operation that we didn't before. And that's huge. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. I mean, just just looking back on like everything that we had to go through, you know, you always kind of question, is this the right decision? Are we making the right decision? Um, and it could be trial and error, you know, as to what happens. But man, yeah, this this one just kind of hits hard for me, and obviously it does for you guys too. So, um, and we know we know everybody out in in egg country is having a hard time right now. And some people are going to lose their lose their operations, and you're going to think that this is kind of the end of the world, um, but it's not. And you need to realize and remember that people really value farmers and ranchers' um, opinions, their knowledge. I mean, common sense in today's day and age is pretty rare um and common so yeah sense isn't so common <laughs> it's not common i mean it's <laughs> i scratch my head every day and that's probably why i don't have any hair but um but yeah i mean it's just you always yeah yeah i don't know i can't stress enough just uh and i and i can't tell you what's you know what's right or what's wrong um you know talking to a um farm financial um, educator those kind of things can help you to make those decisions and you know different groups you know so like us with farm bureau we always try to bring in people for you know for planning and those kind of things and there's always those connections to be made so don't think you're alone in trying to you know better yourself i mean you'd be surprised how many people are are having the same thoughts in the same boat as you good or bad i mean 
and we're not here to hate on anybody because like i said hey i've like i've been there i know what it's like to be you know rock bottom so well and you it's all right and you have to weigh all the pros and cons when you do it i mean i can remember mark and i sitting a year ago saying do we just call it quits do we literally sell everything just go buy I mean for what we bought our farm place for we could buy a really nice house in town where everything was finished and nice and not have a big yard to mow and things to take (laughs) care of like some days I'm like oh it would be so much easier and I mean for some people that is what they do I mean they they have a house in town and maybe they farm instead or they just said I'm done and and they they bought Mm -hmm. a house in town and that's okay I mean it it's again you have to make the right decisions (laughs) for your family and and I know it's it's very hard I mean we had we shed many tears as we had these conversations and it was like well is this you know is this what we need to do where can we go and we brought in those people like you said we brought in a farm business management person to help us run through a lot of scenarios and what it all looked like and um you know, we, we got advice from other people and talked to other people. And I think that is something too, is talk to other people and get advice and run the numbers and, and run the scenarios and, and figure out what's best. And, and at the end of the day, if you, if you really do, you know, want to farm and you have that fire in your belly to do that, there are ways to figure that out, but you have to have that fire in your belly, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, even though you left the farm, like you still are involved in agriculture. And I think that's huge. Like You can find ways to do it. Um, it's just, you right. have to make that right decision for your family. And I mean, just think about all the dairies that have switched to robotics, for instance, because mm-hmm. they have younger generations that want to come back to the dairy farm, but they have kids and they want to be at their kids' games um, at the right. end of the day. So that's just one way that they can do that because that was the best decision for their farm and their family right because at the end of the day you got to worry about your family um so and that's that's you and your family in operation not your parents not your brother not your sister it's you and your family unit and that can be really hard um to make those decisions right there's a lot to weigh well and and there's really not necessarily a right or wrong answer i mean okay so you talk about talk about like the living in town kind of mowing the lawn kind of thing so like for the last the last couple of years um i worked a full-time job and a part-time job and now with all the covid stuff i'm not working my part-time job so what do i do you know and don't get me wrong it takes a lot of getting used to um by far and we were living in town before like while I was still farming um and it takes a lot of adjusting but I tell you what uh without and this is this is me um not having that stress of you know trying to make it go on the family farm uh I would rather be be bored and try to figure out what I'm doing instead of you know which, you know, we've talked about before. That's when you can go and you can volunteer in the community. And, hey, I'm still involved in agriculture. I'm a farm kid. Um, I still love agriculture. And I'm going to do whatever I can to help it, which is partially, you know, why I like 
you know, we talk about agriculture on this, on this podcast. So, and this has by far been the best decision, you know, for my family. So by far. So, and do I still want to do it? Yeah. But it's not the same either. Since we made the decision that we're probably going to stay living in town, I'm probably not going to have livestock, which was my passion. So pros cons too you're probably not going to be able to make the cake and eat it too but you might be able to put your finger in the frosting and be satisfied you you can keep honeybees in your garage they're livestock i've thought about that <laughs> i've done that in town but our but our city sprays <laughs> so i don't want to kill them <laughs> um but yeah they they're it's again i mean i said this in a one of the other recordings, but Frozen 2, do the next right thing. So what is the next right thing for your family? It's just, it's, you have to weigh that. What's the right thing for you and your family, you and your farm operation? Um, You know, I just, when you talk about the stresses and the stresses of making it go and everything, we always had that like constant worry of, okay, well, is our crop going to get in the ground in time because we're waiting on a planter or, um, you know, are we going to be able to, to do this or this, you know, even like last year we started, we bought our own sprayer because we were like, we're done waiting. <laughs> um, we're done waiting for our family's farm operation. So we bought our own and we were able to do our own. Just having the ability to make the decisions for the decisions for your operation is like, when you talk about stress relief, that is like, oof, like so right. much of that stress that we didn't even necessarily realize was happening because it was just part of what we were used to was gone. Um, It's it's it's, tough, but it was the right thing. Well, and it's, you know, doing the next right thing doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do everything all at once either. I mean, whether that means all of a sudden – you know, the next right thing for my family would be for me to try to get some more income. So I start working part-time as a bartender or something to that effect. That might be the next right thing. I mean, who knows? Agriculture in today's today's day and age, whatever you want to say, is such a, an odd duck. So there's really, I don't know. There's a hodgepodge of everything for everyone. Yeah, you can't, I mean, you can't judge anybody. Not that you ever should, but you definitely don't judge anybody nowadays. So, yeah, when you you talk about, like we said, the next right thing, I mean, this is, this could be a whole nother podcast, but for us, the, the next right thing this past year was Mark getting a full-time job. He was, you know, trying to make a go of his business. um, And it just wasn't taking off like we had expected and that we had planned for and worked Mm -hmm. towards. And it was, you got to get a full-time job. We need the income. We have another baby on the way. And, And it's been difficult. It's been a change and it's been an adjustment, but it was the next right thing for our family. And And do you regret, do you regret it? No, not at all. Like the, the stress that we had from not meeting like financial goals and being able to pay bills and things like that was 
so immense. I mean, we were fighting constantly. I was always upset. I was always stressing about money. I mean, we mm-hmm. were we were living literally paycheck to paycheck um, right. as we were paying the bills, and it just we couldn't keep doing that. So him getting a full time job. I mean, the alleviation of stress with that was just huge. Like, yes, it's different and it's difficult sometimes, but mm-hmm. it has opened up just a million other possibilities and things like that um, for our family. And it was the next right thing for us to do. Well, I was just gonna, I was just gonna ask on that. So has, um, with Mark getting a full-time job, has that helped to kind of free up and did that all, did that um, help with you guys being able to go out on your own? Definitely, definitely made a huge difference. Um, you know, when you have that off-farm income and you're going in and you're trying to get a loan, again, it shows back to the beginning of this podcast that you have skin in the game, um, that you're willing to work and work hard. And it's allowed us to invest in places back into our operation that we would not have been able to do. I mean, when I say like we lived bare bones for two, a solid two full years, like I have, my house still doesn't have trim. Our garage needs a roof. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a lot of just like things that we just could not do because we did not have the finances there. And for us with the way um, we believe with money is we weren't going to take out a loan for that kind of stuff. So um, now we're able to do those kinds of things. We have, mm-hmm. you know, some ability to, to do that kind of stuff. And um, we, we didn't have that. Like I bought, we have a friend that's gifting us two sheep um, for Harper. And uh, I just, awesome. I just went online and bought enough sheep fencing for him. Like, I don't think we would have been able to do that for like a $300 mm-hmm. bill for uh, sheep fencing would have been like, there's no way we can do that. Like there's, there's no way right. $300. That's, I mean, we were, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a struggle. There was a lot of fights. Right. So again, next right. right thing for us was full-time job. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and, and kind of talking about like finances a little bit. So one of our next episodes, um, we actually are going to be bringing in a special guest and we're going to be talking. She is a, a, a farm business management instructor. So we'll be able to uh, really dig in on what they want to see, what banks want to see. And just, it's kind of got, it's going to kind of tie in with this episode too, a little bit on you know, the next right thing. And so if you have questions, right. If you have questions for her, please send them to us, email them to us, send us a message on our Facebook page. Um, Like Grant said, she's a farm business management instructor. So if you have any questions about what banks are looking for, what you really need to understand about your balance sheets and Mm -hmm. anything financial wise, please, please leave us your questions so we can ask them to her. And, and, and we'll probably, and if it ends up being an hour long episode, we'll do it, but we'll hit every single one of them. So, um, because it is, it's super important and banks are, are pretty strict right now. So it'll help if you, if you ask the question. So, and if you have our personal numbers, which we're not going to give out, but if you have it, <laughs> send us a text to whatever. I don't care. I'll Snapchat. write it down. <laughs> yeah, I'll screenshot. It'll screenshot, but that's okay. <laughs> so, so, 
But yeah, so all in all today, just do what the next right thing is for you, your family. Life's about the pursuit of happiness. And there's no reason why you can't be. So, all right. Well, hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Um, Again, this has been another episode of Unspoken Ag.